0: It has a totally different direction than most of the ideas that are presented because most of ideas are based on a trajectory that you're going to arrive somewhere in the future. But first, you've got to take care of a lot of business. And no matter how much you you know chop down the little jungle, it's gonna keep regrowing because you don't understand you're the seeding of the jungle. You know? <laughs> so you've got let's get the oldest five thousand year old machetes and hear stories about how people in the past chopped through the jungle and then let's get the chopping. Yeah, so those ideas they're they, they're tattooed with the same format. Yeah. I'm in a situation. Obviously, there's some desire to get out of something, or to get into something, in the pursuit of getting out of something. You know, we can make a we can make an, an in like a conceptual, <coughs> mythical in, but it's really wanting to get out of. You know, if you see most people who want to get into enlightenment, if when they arrive at like an ease and comfort or content, it's. That whole journey shut down. <laughs> Usually. because <laughs> what's the freaking point? And the thing is, most of the drive I said, in hindsight, is really to get out of you as you, really, but still be there to enjoy the absence of yourself. So it's a very, it's a very, very strong conundrum. Because yeah, you want to get out of something, but most people don't know. That which they want to get out of is is the vehicle of getting out of it. Yeah. So it's you know, it's I mean, it's really a like a, you know class one oh one understanding is to question the vehicle you're attempting to escape in because it's the vehicle of escape you'd like to escape from. Yeah. That's that's like the. that's like a very simple second ring of understanding. Usually because you've been a proponent of the first understanding and you gave it a great shot and it hasn't worked. Yeah, the the paths and all those ideas to further my pursuit of something has didn't seem to stabilize, but that sense of being you has seemingly been stabilized. Even doing all the things that are meant to unstable it, it seems to do pretty well. It seems to be able to adjust and regroup, no matter how big the the epiphany is, or the fucking peak experience, or the total whack. After a few days, it the same old same old seems to coagulate pretty good, yeah. And then you're back in it, and then there's that urge. I got to get more awake. I got to get more. I've met people who've been enlightened three times, and still hasn't been enough in this one lifetime. I wasn't like this how many does it gonna is it gonna take four six eight I don't really see the thing is that uh, the sense of you is very stubborn it can migrate it can shape-shift it can uh, adapt to anything pretty quickly and I really don't believe there's a strong enough experience that can really shake it off its little pursuit I just don't maybe the grace coincides and, it, and then it happens it may be in a, in that moment but it wasn't the moment that produced it it was just a confluence of grace and, and then maybe it never comes back strongly but I don't believe the whack was sufficient enough unless you disappeared as this if this keeps appearing, I would say it's you know, the selfing is alive and well, seemingly. <laughs> now, maybe if I would have stuck with it longer it would have broke. Yeah, but I also see that as a as one of the patterns of selfing. I remember I did a talk in Boston, outside of Boston. And this guy, very sincere, got up and he had been at some group and they had, they were standing in a certain position for like, supposedly 18 minutes and then something would happen, you know. And he said he gave up around 17 minutes and he felt he missed it and he asked me what I should—what he should have done. I said he should have stayed up for 19 minutes, yeah. And it just keeps adding on, you know what I mean. It's not going to happen to you. You're not going to be there to enjoy it. And the thing is, if it's looking at, if they're, see, we don't, maybe we don't know any better. We think everything is an experience. Maybe we believe everything is an experience. Yeah? That what we have here is trying to increase, let's say, the higher experiences with the hopes that they will weaken the influence of the lower experiences that have produced whatever. But it's not an experience. It's... If you want it just as a way of negating it, it's not true. You can't call it a state, but it would be what you would think of more as a state. So you're in a, there's a state that's predominant. And there's not meant to. in my own sense of it, there's not much fireworks going off. It's just normal dog shit awareness. But there is, uh, you know, it's sort of like if you've been weaned off of experience and you've been weaned off of understandings and you've been weaned off of processes, it's pretty fucking tasty and it's in its own empty non-flavor way. Yeah Because one of the qualities it has is it's always available at all times, which none of those experiences are. yeah Experience are not always available at all times. You can't reproduce an experience. That's what people in addiction have been trying to do. They got that first shot of coke, and they've been, every other shot of coke is attempting to capture that first fucking virgin rush they've had. You know. And they don't follow it to the grave to try to recapture that rush that they mm-hmm. first felt, or that feeling. Yeah. So there's... The sense of us, Really believe experiences is the cat's meow, so to speak. You know, it's got, it has to become through an experience. I have to have an experience to be able to verify that something has occurred. See, but that which is always occurring doesn't have to occur. Doesn't. It? It's always occurring. That which is always available doesn't make itself available like on the lightning bolt. It doesn't. It's always available, and. It's not an experience, yeah, and see, the experience, if you see most experiences, you seem to outlast them, yeah? So the experience, it's coming and going, in a weird way is used to reinforce that you don't seem to be coming and going, even though you are, but your are you're like uh, Plato of time is 80 years. Yeah, no one's having an 80-year epiphany usually, yeah. So there's an epiphany, and then there was a, you know, the epiphany interrupts us. Well, it does. The storyline gets totally interrupted, and there's a huge gap. And then usually, when it's seemingly going to be overwhelmed by the idea of time and space again, there's thoughts come through, which is, I'm having an experience, really, or I'm having an epiphany. And as soon as that claiming of the epiphany occurs, then the epiphany seems to not be an epiphany. It's you again. Yeah? You you've just witnessed, and how can you miss it? See, you would maybe miss it in everyday life, but when you've had a big whack, and there hasn't been Paul being produced, it hasn't. You've just been... Uh, suddenly, Paul appears. You can see it at least, you know? You may not be able to see it all day as it's arising so quickly, but if if it's been interrupted, you see the, the engine of selfie go back on, and then you see you, you know, as you know like when you were when you were younger, you'd have any gas, you'd sneak up to someone, a little bit, and then put this is you'll see that. You know, if the gas starts going to the cell thing again, the cell feels like the doll gets blown up. There's a little voice box starts talking as you. Yeah? <laughs> you can see it. I mean, because you're prior to it. You are. That's one thing that I don't believe can be disputed. You are prior to the appearance of you. And yeah, you are. So maybe you get a big enough hit. Hey, I saw that. I saw the manufacturing, you know. It's like I saw a YouTube <laughs> tutorial of how it Paul is built. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's difficult for you. may forget it up here, but there's not a forgetting of it. Something has been made obvious, yeah, you know. It's difficult to put the, you know, the cat back in the bag. So what may happen? I don't know. You continue to live, and then stuff is... it you become informed of stuff without studying. It. You're not going to a class, but you're just hanging around, and then information gathers, and that information isn't usually about what we are, it's a disputing what we're not, to me. Yeah, I, I think it's really a wrong direction to keep describing conceptually what we are to what we are. Yeah, it hasn't gotten it. It's not going to get it because there's an obscuring agent of what we are is involved with is what we're not and what we're not is getting the message of what we are, which only furthers its fucking discomfort. I mean, look at meetings like this. Awakening has fucked up a lot of people. The word. It would have been better if they never heard it. Yeah. And enlightenment is the real kicker. Jeez. You know, it's like sitting in a room, and if one person seems to have won the lottery, they're enlightened, you're fucking really pissed, really deep down. Because <laughs> you're saying, why did he or she get it? You know, I've gone to a, I bought a lot more of those $5 tickets. Why the fuck did he win the lottery? Because <laughs> 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 maybe you think enlightenment's going to be an experience. It's not an experience. Of course not. Experiences come and go. So in the in the commerce of timelessness and eternity, experiences are like the penny. <laughs> because no matter how many you gather up, they don't add much. They don't add up to much. Yeah. You know, something that's always available at all times has value. Yes, that's valuable. Yeah. Why? Because if it's availability isn't based on your availability. That's fucking great. Yeah. A lot of presences or spiritual conditions are, are really not based on their own availability, but on your availability. And your availability, it's like a... You know, the mental state has like the controllable canals and the locks. It's just, well, you're available if you do this and this and this. But then the next day, you're not available because you didn't do this and this and this. So there's a lot of playing God on this one side if you're present, you know, this sense of you. You're going to exile yourself or you're going to disqualify yourself all day because you won't be available to that which is always available. Now, that's not a good you want to sort of negate that. You want to see you're not that which believes its unavailability makes what you are unavailable. Because that's, that's it. I see it all the time when people are talking to me about this. They still believe they can make that which is always available unavailable to them because of that. I just don't believe it. I don't. I, mean, I just don't see it that way. So once the emphasis is on what's always available instead of that which co- is going to cause if it's available or not, because you see it, can't you? How can, how can the lion not get that it's a lion? You know? It seems like there's got to be something going on if the lion... I mean, I've given talks... Remember, I did one in, uh, down south... Uh, 50 minutes describing selfing. And a guy was like right there, three, half a foot away from me. After I share, he goes, "Uh, can you talk about selfing? I said, Jesus Christ, I've just been doing it for 50 freaking minutes. How could it miss? It's sort of like, there's the lion, here's the lion, you're a lion. I mean, how, in this short space, how could it get distorted? I don't, you don't see anything move in, do you? big fucking, you know, you know, block, no, it's the lion, lion taking themselves to be something than a lion. That's it. So the lion is taking itself to be something that it's a lion. So when it hears the message, it's a lion. It's hearing it from that idea of being a sheep. So it gets gets translated into, I can become like a lion. That's what it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and every time, no matter how subtle and sophisticated you make the sheep, The sheep is still going to distort the message because the sheep is going to be the dominant thing, not the lion. That's all that's needed, is to see you're not a sheep and then enough emphasis leaves the sheepness and goes to the lion. And now it has the ears to hear and the eyes to see the message you're a lion. It gets through to the lion, not to the freaking sheep. Though you see the sheep put up its mitt and then proclaim it got the message, but you're here, seeing it. Its proclaiming does not make it so. When the sheep says, I got the message, doesn't mean it got the message. You're here. yeah. You're not here. The sheep doesn't dictate the lion. The lion is dictating the sheep. So now, all right, so, because High see the head's assuming it got the message as a sheep all fucking day. T- to spend one second trying to rehab the fucking action figure is pointless, really, it is. First of all, you can go on a week-long retreat about you have no self-will, and then you're going to go to the cafe and you're going to order a mocha instead of a soy latte. You're going to feel like you had free will. I was dead house. I I was hell-bent on a latte, but suddenly I switched to a mocha. Who did that? It must have... I must have had something to do with that decision. The wheat. (laughs) Now, if you're with those people all day for the last day of the retreat and maybe a couple hours before you leave, yeah, oh, none of us, there's no free will, but as soon as you leave the little incubator, which you can't stay in, it's... The thing, the fucking system throws that shit out and just goes on assuming it has free will. Because that's its programming. Yeah? Why take why are you so serious in changing the Toyota if you're not the Toyota? Does the Toyota run? Yes. Does it turn? Yes. Is it good on gas? Yes. Fucking let it go. But I want to turn that Toyota into a Lamborghini. It's not going to fucking take to the Lamborghini. It isn't. You can put Lamborghini emblems. You can put the fucking Ferrari horse. It's going to drive like a freaking Toyota. It is not a chariot to the gods. It's not ascending to the high. It isn't. It's taking shit. It's shitting. It's fucking got ear stuff going on. It's mucus and whatever. Yeah. So this idea of convincing what you're not that it is... It's pointless if you see that which you take that you see it is you you're not you're not taking anything to be you yeah There's there's an activity the mental states involved in which is claiming what's happening to imply there's a one yeah there is no one you're identified with there's the act of being identified as a one yeah it's a see we believe we're a noun that's either partaking in verbs or not partaking of verbs. No. That which is implying that we're a self is an activity. There is no noun that it's talking about. Yeah? It's implying there's a noun. So, the thoughts are being used to imply the thinker. You can see it. This isn't like, oh, I've been studying this for 12 years. It takes five seconds. The the thought system is constantly presenting itself as if you go in any time of the day, it's in the act of being identified as a self. It's assuming there's a self. It believes there's a self. It assumes there was a self and there's going to be a self and therefore there is a self. It's just constantly, the whole thing is assumption, presupposing, insinuating, implying. But listen, if that which is magical and can make up anything is constantly being attentive to pointing, 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 it's probably going to imagine itself to be something. And what that imagining is, is this. Yeah. And now this, suddenly, I like to see you try to see. Let's all, uh, let's start at no seeing. All right, let's kick up the seeing. Yeah, I'd love to see anyone in this room. Start from no seeing, you know, and become conscious. We're not doing it at all something's moving through the light isn't produced by the camera the camera directs the light yes that's all so it's pointless to attempt to arrive at where you already are it's just pointless now if maybe there are true spiritual people in the world i haven't met any much really but maybe there are maybe there is a certain strain that you can become the total embodiment of nothing as a thing. I don't know, there were some masses that claimed they were, but then they dropped dead by a heart attack and it didn't seem like they knew it was coming. So you would think if they were the perfect embodiment, they would have known the heart was gonna stop at 1203. And knowing the person, he would have had a huge festival so people could have watched him die, but it seemed to surprise him because he just dropped dead. What? The perfect embodiment dropped dead? Yeah. What? How could that possibly be? Well, I get this thing from this, uh, about an old Tibetan master, supposedly, a uh, non-Dokchen master, who's now got, like, dementia. And his people are a little confused because they were pinning on him as being enlightened, as the body. Now the body's drooling, fucking, uh, walking around shitting, whatever. Yeah, see, what? What happened? See, it's never been a person. This message isn't from this, yeah. This is just a vehicle here, yes. Don't pin the message on the messenger because that's how you avoid the message, yeah. Just take the message, see where it takes you. For me, it's allowed me to travel later and it's definitely weaned me off of experience, that's fucking for sure, yeah. And all the hope that I had in processes and things and everything like that, And it hasn't been terrible, it wasn't a depressing, but I have become completely hopeless, which is quite liberating, really. I mean, for finally, I've realized I'm never getting out of here. (laughs) As that which wants to get out of here. I mean, it hit me about, I don't know, seven years ago, giving the talks, because I was always saying you're going to get nothing. But the head, this body kept thinking it was still gonna get something. But after, about years ago, it realized, I'm not gonna get a fucking thing. And then it got a little reluctant to, to go to the meetings. <laughs> I don't wanna go anymore. You know what I mean? Because there's nothing it could fucking milk out of it. Nothing. It's never gotten anything out of it. It's been the exact opposite. It's been, it's been scooped out more and more and more and more. Yeah. So. If that isn't something that's powerful, I don't know what is. Something that can produce and provoke a huge effect without any thought or effort. That's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, I don't have to ingest anything or consume anything or pray to anything or follow anything, yeah? And it's as brilliant as clear. As a day up in North Marin, North, when uh, after a heavy rain, you know that HD perfect clarity, that's what mind is like. It's never been disturbed. It never will be disturbed. You know the importance we have on such a thin surface. You know, like a thin film-like quality, where this huge, huge space of emptiness, this little thin little ticker tape about Paul, (laughs) is so, so, so inconsequential. You know, it really is. I think this message is the most powerful novel idea you can hear here. I do. Because it changes the direction. It changes, like I was at a meeting yesterday and someone said, "Oh." Everything, everything, I had to come to know that everything I knew was completely wrong. And I said, No, it's how you were knowing everything was completely wrong. Not everything you knew was p- completely wrong. How you were knowing everything was completely wrong. Yeah, truly. How we know everything is something. That's how we think we know it. We know everything as something, we know nothing as things. Yeah? We know that which is as a separate little activity. It's the how of knowing, yeah. And I really believe the non-duality can put a stop to that if entertained. I really do. Because it's a fact, yeah. And as far as I can tell, it's prior to all the other stuff that's arising. I would say it's more context than content, obviously. Yet its influence on content can be great if the content realizes it's not the content, yeah. yeah. Then some context can come through and you'll be weaned off of experience I imagine will be. And that, that which is will always be available at all times, right where you are. It's like that lady sent me, a, video of Ramesh Balsakar and I wondered why she sent it to me. It's about fifteen years ago or eighteen years ago. Because it was me, I was the one he was talking to. Because when back then when you went to see him, if you were new, they'd always put you in a seat so that he would question you. Because he wasn't getting inspired by talking to the same old people. He knew someone else to feel like it. and the first thing you'd always do, he'd say, Do you have a place to stay? Yeah. Because if not, it's pointless to talk about this, because then this, this, the action figures is gonna override what's, what's being available. Yeah, it's obvious, yeah? This is the dilemma about us trying to use non-dwelling as a skillful means, yeah? It's, it's true values that will fail you, yeah? You're not gonna be able to get out of responsibilities with, by saying you're not a self. It's not, it's not gonna work, it's not gonna hold water. Yeah, so you might as well get over that now because it's not going to happen. So, and he was talking to me and he's asking me, well, what do you do? And I said, not much, which is true. I said, all right, well, you're, a, I said, I'm a house painter. So I said, all right. He says, okay. And he was talking, he was trying to get the point across by saying impersonal presence, you know, and personal presence. Yeah. A.K.A. Impersonal presence. That's what he was trying to make a distinction to get a point across. He says, all right, so Paul. When, uh, do you have a house? Do you have a place to live? And I said, yeah, at the time I didn't, but I said, yeah, just to let the story go on. And he says, all right, so you have a place to, uh, you have a home, and then you go out to work. Do you have to keep saying to yourself while you're working, I have a home, I have a home, I have a home, I have a home. You don't have to remember you have a home, you have a home, yeah? The same thing, the impersonal presence doesn't have to keep trying to, uh, the personal presence doesn't have to keep reminding of remembering it's the impersonal presence because it's it is the impersonal presence you see that would lend too much meaning to the personal presence that it would it would have to be the personal presence that remembers the impersonal presence you lose interest in the personal presence there's no need to remember what's always available at all times because it's never been gone so you know what I mean your idea of I'm trying to remember I'm just It's totally pointless. Do you have an assurance of that which is? Do you feel do you has have you been convinced of non-duality? Have you have you been convinced there is not to? There's not to, not to, not not to you know? Now fucking live doing whatever as this. You know, this doesn't have to remember. Yeah? This doesn't have to even know. It's not changing anything. Yeah? Now it helps if this thing, yeah, tries to, if this thing becomes awake to being what it's not, yeah? Not you're not going to become awake because you already are awake. But you be you awake to the fact that you're not something. Yeah? You awake to the fact that you're not this long-lasting independence doer, feeler, taster. That, and so what happens? Then that which you wanted to wake up to is always available at all times, and it obviously it informs you, you've always been awake. There was no time you were never not awake. You were just seemingly asleep to that idea by being up the ass of self. You, know? you were being identified as what you're <laughs> not, and in that being identified as what you're not, what you are had to be forgotten, seemingly forgotten. So. You have to forget that you're awake to be awake Is this, obviously. Yeah, because that awakeness would sort of undermine the whole story and importance and relevance of this. So this, when we're seemingly awake to this, we have to be seemingly asleep to being awake. Yeah. And it's so weird now, to even when the dis-ease of forgetting seemingly, and it's just appearing to be true, That you're awake starts getting overwhelming and you start seeking and start looking for it, yes? But now suddenly that which you are becomes a target for that which you're not on the spiritual shooting range. So it double whammies us. So that which we are identifies that which we are not, starts looking for that which we are from that which we're not. Good luck. (laughs) <laughs> because every time if the if the act of denying you is what you are so each time you get closer it adds another inch because you can never arrive because the emphasis is on you yeah i'm getting close no you're not <laughs> because it can't meet meet at the same moment at the same time because you'd be negated <laughs> so it's always like Why am I not getting it? (laughs) Because it's the total survival of the idea of what you're not is dependent on you not arriving at where you already are. That's why it's looking for it. Because it's the best way never to arrive at where you already are is by looking for it. (laughs) So it always gets more... I was so close. Just as <laughs> a seeing of what we're not. It doesn't mean it changes much. You know? See, this has been subdued. What I needed as an action figure I already got, which was AA. AA and its principles basically changed the program of the Toyota so that it doesn't go off the cliff at every opportunity or take other cars with it Yeah, that's been corrected and it seems to be reliable because 30 years it hasn't done much and so basically the Toyota's done the Toyota problem was it's hitting other things and fucking things up Yeah, that's been altered to a sufficient amount where there doesn't seem to be much problem with it That's the end of the fucking... (laughs) All that attention and interest that was on the Toyota gets dismissed, you know. It's like, you know, school's out for summer. It gets released, and now that interest and attention, not being directed to the chores of all the consequential events and all the thoughts and all the feelings being claimed to imply you, is now released, and really, to me, the presence that you sense... Is undirected attention and interest. Right. So the attention and interest isn't directed in the chore of reinforcing the idea of what you're not, it's now free from that so it's just hovering. Yeah. So you've got it, you're just walking around and then you know you can attend to what happens here but now you're not attending to 70,000 thoughts about what's not happening. Yeah. So you're basically that promise of being here has actually occurred but it had nothing to do with you arriving here. It has to do that you've always been here. yeah So the idea of being in the moment is now totally functional but you didn't you never, but you didn't arrive there by getting into the moment. you arrived there by realizing you can't be out of the moment. Yeah? So now you find all those wishes you had, those spiritual wishes that were directed incorrectly, are now coming to be true but not by the manner or the way you thought yeah you've seemingly escaped from somewhere but by the escape was based that there was no place to escape from it wasn't a based on I used a 5,000 year old ladder and I got myself out and I ran as fast as I could no you realize there's no escape from an imaginary place that's the escape you would, yeah how long did it take no time and when, you, when you're seemingly in it, it tells you it's always been available at all times. You get about eight or nine of those, yeah. It, it's sort of hundred monkeys, and then, then bing, your head goes, wait, hey, wait a minute. So um, I'm trying to get out of something I'm not in, and I've been trying to get into something I'm not out of. So it just goes, Shoot. it just gets corrected. And then when it's corrected, it's never not been that way. All the other, the incorrection was all seemingly so. It was just appearing to be true to us. It had no truth to it other than the truth we were giving it. Really, yeah? It's influence, it had no influence but the power of influencing that we gave it by believing it, yeah? Suddenly that's removed and then you see, hey, the horse is in front of the cart. Things make fucking sense, Yeah? And you know, it's indisputable. There'll be a ring in a bell you never even knew was there. And it just goes on and on and on and on and on. And sooner or later, you're gonna have to be your own authority. Yeah? You're gonna have to recognize you know, that unspoken yes. You don't need it to be authenticated or stamped by the spiritual committee of higher levels, yes? Because they're all fucking unhealed people, too, probably. So we all are, boom. And then you just go about your business, yes? If you have a seat assignment, you'll probably learn a lot of shit to pass on to people. If you don't, the learning will be unnecessary, seriously. Yeah? Acquiring knowledge is just another fucking weight, yeah? Transmitting knowledge is something else. Because nothing gets left behind, it just moves through, it doesn't sting, the impacts have been made, the impacts trigger whatever happens with you, hopefully you come back month after month and just imply or just I can see it that you're traveling later, the fucking operation has worked. Why wouldn't you just rely on it when it produces such value with so little effort? Yeah. The correction doesn't need to be recorrected every other day the fear that it won't hold is coming from the mistake not that yeah you don't need to re grip it every day or you know look at it and oil it every day fucking it you know walk around as if it's so and it is because you're that yeah now many of us need to be convinced of it through other means to me I think the course of miracles captures that as You and I are dreaming ourselves out of the dream, so we're using the dreaming to dream ourselves out of it. And as we do, the dream will get happier. Maybe you'll find communities, maybe you'll find belonging, maybe you'll find this, maybe you'll find that. That's awesome, man. That's a beautiful way to go. Others, they'll be more of a whack and they'll be weaned off of all that, they all that they hope would allow them to arrive somewhere. If they accumulated enough experience, if they accumulated enough wisdom, if they accumulated enough dashans, if they accumulated enough something, it would bring about uh, like a celestial mathematics of, yes, you've done enough, bing, you've won the prize. Maybe they've been weaned off of that completely. And that's what was necessary in their little events, yeah? Now, I was reading something. We're writing another book, and then this lady <clears> sent me something. There's a Goddard said, which I didn't know he said it, but I sort of been saying it for quite a while. He says, "I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to consciousness. Yes, and fucking know that consciousness has heard it and get on with it." Which is exactly what we've been saying for fucking years: throwing over one's head, talking to what we are instead of what we're not. Yeah. And what we are, we'll carry the ball and put it down, and what we're not, will realize it maybe months later, who knows, you know? And then we'll try to say, oh, I had to. And we'll realize it had nothing to do with it, you know? So much that it won't even make the effort of claiming it. It won't, we'll just say, fuck it, Grace.
1: I don't know how it's happening,
0: but because, you know, his hand has been seen through, it just says, fuck I give up, yeah. All these things are just you have to see why is there such a it seems that there's a difficulty for the lion to hear it's a lion. Yeah? And what could the only thing that could fool a lion is itself, yes? Do you think a sheep would fool a lion? Of course not. A lion fools itself by becoming identified as the sheep to and to the point of being so fucking ironic it goes to meetings about being a lion. <laughs> but it never gets the message because the sheep c- catches it and turns it into suddenly I can become like a lion. Or maybe I was once a lion. Maybe I, I will be a lion but never it is. So I figure if you find, if you follow the hand that you believe is robbing you of the sunlight and spirit and see it as yours, maybe something will have, click, you know, like it's, Ramana takes that statement of, you know, there's that presupposing of the non-existent thing wanting to get salvation for itself. And then it says, your spiritual practices themselves are re- being used to reinforce the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? And then there's another part where he says, you know, you are you you are the thief that gets caught by you as the policeman that goes in front of the judge that you are you know you're you're the whole thing so the obscuring agent is coming from the clarity what else what else is there any illusion illusory enough to fool reality of course not reality would have to be in cahoots with it right how could anything fool reality other than reality. I don't see. Yeah. So, follow it. And then, you know, you go, I'm not, no, I'm not that. That's the beauty of it. See? You don't learn about what you are to become identified with a new idea of what you are. You learn about what you are to see you're not that. That's the whole point. The whole point of learning is about what you're not. You don't want to learn about what you are, because (laughs) we've done it, tons of us. We were fed that way. Let's go to a meeting and hear descriptions of what we are. Brilliant consciousness, and then pff, you're farting <laughs> It's just like brilliant consciousness went far. I'm exiled. I can't be the, you know, and therefore I must purify this to become brilliant. You know, I mean, it can go on so long. It runs out soonerly, really, hopefully. Yeah. So the whole point is to study what you're not. You, know? you got a perfect lab. Laboratory right now. Study what you're not. Understand what you're not. Know what you're not. Like Dogen said, it's a long statement, but the beginning of it is Dogen, great Zen master from Japan, says, you know, to study of Buddhism is to study the self, and to study of the self is to forget it. Yeah. So when you study that which is implying there's a you, if you lose interest that in that you that is being implied, you'll lose interest in the activities that imply it, yeah, that's what happens, you lose interest in those in, those activities, yeah, so a thought that would usually maybe capture attention for fucking three weeks, something, maybe for an hour, then like a bird, knowing where the windows are, flies around a few times out of habit and it just takes out, not like, you ever see something that's inside, can't get out, but now the, now the windows are obvious, so Thought comes in, shh, goes out, everything starts moving quicker. Yeah? Now you think, well, that's not the absolute, but fuck it, it's really pretty cool for the action figure. Because I've watched people go into what's not happening for months and end up... A little bit goes a long way here. A little bit of relief can go a long, long way. And this produces relief where it's most valuable here. Relief from what? The bondage of self. And the bondage of self is really extreme amount of interest and attention to activities that are not ours and we're not doing. Yeah. Specifically the narration in one's head. Yeah. Any questions? No. <laughs> I'm answering it myself. No. I remember the day it happened. That was the last question I ever had was in India. 2000. 2000. I've been free for 18 years of questioning. It was pretty good. 2000 was the last one. I didn't know it was the last one, but the next, next satsang I went to, I realized I'm never going to ask another question. It had become obvious, the futility. Yeah? It just became obvious. It isn't like, again, it got reviewed every year. It seems to have stabilized. <laughs> That's what I think happens here. Yeah. There's critical masses, and the critical masses will put an end to certain things that aren't being really useful to you. Yeah, you'll lose interest in why, and you'll gain interest in on this. Yeah, it's not over yet. It's it's all it's on. It's it's doing its thing in there. Yeah. And I, I find that my asking of questions gets less, but there's there's still something that really enjoys. Um, asking a question and getting like um interaction and yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm just sharing my own thing. Yeah. Don't you come to fruition occasionally about things? Don't you feel it sometimes? You can when the, the term of agreement ends. <laughs> there was certain a weird agreement that was going on and then it ends and you don't sign back up. I feel like that a lot. Yeah, You hit a certain point, mm-hmm. it's over. Yeah. What I'm lucky about with this is I have the ability to be convinced. I didn't know I had that, but I realized that in AA when I got struck sober. I have the ability to be convinced. I don't believe, I don't know if it's it's available for every seeming action figure, but I'm really happy it's available to you. I was I was destined to keep making the same fucking mistake unless I arrived there to be convinced that I'm not managerial. Quality. Yeah. So questions are fine. I'm telling my own experience. I ran to the point where there's no point for a question anymore. Isn't that? This is what happens to me. Non-duality is very disarming. You come in with all the things. And then every week, shit's you know, you know, you stop ironing your robes. You're fucking coming in. You're not sitting up straight. You know, with your eyes closed. You're hanging out. To, uh, things get more relaxed because you know you're not getting anywhere. <laughs> What you see is what you get <laughs> that's been my experience with it i don't know i think my call to arms was earlier yeah yeah i felt very upset and i've been wanting to get out of here since i was about six i'd imagine as this you know premised as this there was an urge to get out i did it with science fiction edgar Allan poe so I could find substances, you know, activities, spirituality. There was a, there was a motor that no matter what fuel I put in, it turned it into its fuel, which was more of a attempting to get out of self as self, you know. And obviously, all that activity hadn't been convinced that it was futile, you know. But I came to that realization the futility of self trying to get out of self, the futility of attempting to use the Buddha while you're the Buddha to look for itself. And I've never had a debate or a review of it since, you know, just put an end to a lot of little weird fucking, you know, any of those things, tangents that used to go out, just sort of. (laughs) <laughs> just got dormant. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's been my little experiment. Yeah yeah. And then experience and all that. I think most people are addicted to experience. They think experience is the only realm here. And if they get enough experience, or the right experience, and uh, I, I humbly believe that's a, f- that's a f- flaw. I think experiences are quite limited. They come and go, and they don't add on, up to anything. You can have tons of spiritual experiences that doesn't add up to a spiritual <clears throat> awakening. There's no corollary between the two, because you're already awake, first of all, yeah? So, so, so that asking a, a question is, um, is a looking for a particular experience? It can be, not for an experience, but to get relief maybe from experience, or believing another kind of experience would be better than one. Yeah. Because my sense is just it's very entertaining. <laughs> not to me. <laughs> but it's, but it's not entertaining to, to ask a question necessarily. But but to, to hear the, the response and there's oh, the yeah. sort of, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a sort of energy that, that yeah is yeah, that. yeah I'm happy you're here. None of these were going to ask anything. <laughs> so you, brought, you brought something into it that no one else was going to. Oh, yeah. You served your purpose. Then let's not go boy. <laughs> Yeah, of course it stimulates, it does things, yeah. Speaking of questions, the Sarvedatta said uh, an interesting thing that struck me as interesting. He says, whenever you ask the question, you always know the answer. And I don't, you didn't elaborate any further very, that you're aware of that you know the answer. But, you know, I said, what? When you ask the question, you already know the answer? Um, but uh, as I thought of it more, it it does seem true that deep down, you do know the answer. And from it sort of comes the question, I don't know what purpose does it serve to uh, confirm what you already know or whatever, but the the statement was, when you ask the question, you already know the answer. Uh, uh, Yeah, on some- I would say it's the answer that's asking the question. Right, right. So my feeling sometimes is if you stop the answer, by not answering its questions, it realizes it's the answer. But not through the vehicle of questioning, but yeah, that's sort of my take on it. Mm-hmm. And then again, you want to be, I want to turn this off. Listen.